So, there you go. You can't say you weren't warned. No. <laughs> that was fair warning. Fair warning. So, until next week, go out there and get wet and dive safe. Stop the recording. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't quick enough. I didn't get that one on tape. That could be our new bumper. Oh, that's a gymism. <laughs> a gymism. So, does anybody in the chat room want to come on after the show? Uh, let's see. We can. I'll see who I've already gotten Skype and we'll invite them in. So, let's see. It helps if I know what buttons I'm hitting. Uh, Craig, did you want to come on? I think he did. Did he? he so, yep, he's in, so we'll invite him. This is always, you never know what Skype's going to do, so this is always a, a challenge. I don't see Mac on. He's up. Yeah, he's here. Is he? Is oh, he? I don't see him on uh, fired up on. Yeah, you need to fire up Skype. How about uh, Rick? Rich, I'm sorry. I keep calling him Rick. I don't know. He's going to kill me yeah, while he's, he's not. Ready. Oh, here, here they are. Okay, so we invite Mac in, and we get Rich in. Are you there? Yes. How you doing, Mac? Pretty good. Pretty good. You there? How you doing, Rich? Hi, guys. Hey, how about uh, Diver Down or Jeff Vance? You guys got Skype? Uh, Diver Down says he's going to get Skype up. We'll try and get him in. Well, then. Well, Craig's online, but he's mute. Okay. He's probably coding away madly. I was waiting for his comment about drinking a beer or something. <laughs> Let's see, who did I just... Yeah, it's about lunchtime for him, or past lunch, a little bit past lunch. I still got to figure out the Skype thing, some old show I am. Here we go. Yeah, because you had a Jeff Vance, and he has a guy from Texas. Mm Mm-hmm. You had a bunch of people tonight. Yeah, I had a a pretty active uh, chat room. Been a while since we had that many people in, and nine of them weren't Mac. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Rich, I... I wanted to get you, get on your show uh, last night, or, or at least in the chat room, and I, I look up the clock, and it's 10 o'clock, so I think I kind of <laughs> did it go. <laughs> it, it went very well. We had a, I had about six to, I think it was six people in the chat room, Excellent. and it worked out. It turned out really fun, and uh, they didn't give me such a hard time this time, but it, uh, it worked out where, where I mean, I, I was pretty pleased with the show, so looking forward to next week's. Good. So that was your fourth episode? Uh, third third okay yeah fourth is next week yeah jim and i on our uh, someone's on the chat room going i've opened skype what now Uh uh-oh okay Uh, i've closed down my chat room window yep so i can't remember your handle um let's see mine oh oh you still got it up cool yeah i'm i'm still in there if so I shut it here. down now, then, they'll, then the, the darn yeah. talk shoe posts the, the show, and I have to just hide it again. So Craig Craig asked me where you hear my show. I assume you can hear me, Craig. I'm on uh, talk shoe, too. It's called Diver Sync, D-I-V-E-R-S-Y-N-C. Yep. On, on our way up to uh, record the, the talking scuba, Jim and I had uh, your show on Rich, so we got to hear, was it episode two, the one where you were, you were talking about the 
the cannon shot hitting the, the the side of that wall. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. that's an incredible thing to see. <laughs> I mean, that, they look like they're perfectly drilled holes. Like somebody went up there and just drilled them and made this whole sculpture. It's like, and they went out and they just drilled a hole in the side of the ship. And when you get down to the end, there's this guy in Desert Storm fatigues and he's firing his cannon at it. And it's like all the damage you saw was real. I'm like, holy crap, to be on the receiving end would be a very uncomfortable thing. <laughs> oh boy, could you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine hiding behind, say you're, say you're hiding behind uh, the base of the mast, and a cannon goes through the side, you know, a couple of feet away, but you get blasted with all of the, the splinters and, and debris that come out the backside of that, uh, I guess you'd yeah. call it the gunnel as, as the, the shot goes through. Yeah, and it's all old That'd be horrendous. forest oak, <laughs> big, huge, oh, sharp, boy. jagged pieces. Mm-hmm. Leaves a nice, clean wound, no doubt. Yeah, I'm sure, especially in 1812. <laughs> yeah, you're... Uh, left to did you did you get did you get phil on or yep yep okay yeah can you all hear me yeah we can hear you all right there i am don't tell us us the weather in texas oh he's in texas oh my goodness (laughs) you you wouldn't like it anyway it's cold and it'd be too warm for you no not today uh i think we had i think it was in the 50s a little bit of wind Tomorrow's supposed to be, I think, around 45. So I thought virtual I'd move down wave. here. What's, what's that, Mac? It's a virtual heat wave. Oh. <laughs> no, it started off really nice, uh, headed outside, getting all my gear ready to load up. And then as soon as my dive buddy got here, the cold front came blowing in from the north and turned it all cloudy and cold. Now, Rich, you got a couple dives in this week. Where did you? Where did you I did not. You're you gonna did love not. this. You jinxed me so <laughs> bad, Jilson. I'll tell you what, because you guys were all jealous, and I was all excited because I was gonna get a river dive in, and I had two days of river diving planned, right? Yeah. Uh, so I had for the first day, I had one guy piped up, and he was he was like, "Okay, I'll let you know." So there's it's no big deal. I'll let you know. And I'm like, okay, well, that one might be a wash. The second I had three guys ready to go, and we were going to this special spot, and everybody was excited to go and all that kind of stuff. And I said, okay, call me Saturday. Make sure everything's a go. No call Saturday. I get on text about 10 o'clock. Oh, I can't go. Dude, my tanks are already loaded in the car. I can't go. My wife's not going to let me go. And the other guy was like, I'm not going to go. And the other guy was like, I'm sick. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh, no, Come on, sick. you pansy. Get in the water. It's only oh. 20 feet deep. <laughs> <laughs> you can clear at 20 feet. <laughs> It'll clear you right out. I mean, if it doesn't, if you, if you, as long as you can equalize all the way up, you do an hour, you come up, it's going to blow right over your mask anyway. You're good. So but then, so this is not even the worst of it. So get You're this. You're a man of okay. compassion. Well, this isn't even the worst of it. This is how bad the two of you guys jinxed me. So I have a pool course. I'm teaching open water diver course on um, Monday. So I'm like, okay, at least I can get on on Scuba Obsessed and tell everybody, all right, I'm going to, I I ended up diving a pool. It's not completely shameful. It's not the bathtub, but it's, it's something. So I get a call that morning. The pool is closed because of Martin Luther King Day, so you can't come to the pool tonight. So, so mm-hmm. holy, oh. I'm afraid to go down the basement. My stuff's going to be disintegrated. Yeah, we we warned you about it. It will be. Yep. So you know, what, I know you guys were cheating. You guys were down in the basement spraying it off with a hose just to make sure you're. Well, actually, I, I, I'm not washing my wetsuit until about two days before my next dive. That way, it won't dry out. Nice. <laughs> it smells like a. It, f- <laughs> yeah, whose vehicle's that riding in? 
Yeah, by the way, who's driving up? <laughs> You're right, exactly. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, we still got to make arrangements for getting to Lake 16. I, my wife yeah, and uh, her her friends, uh, my my daughter has a, a swim meet on Saturday morning. I've got to drive to Chesterton mm-hmm. that evening. And they're like, well, what time you got to leave in the morning? I'm like, well, we have to hit the water in Lake 16 at noon. That means I got to leave at, you know, 8 a.m. Central Time. So, uh, <laughs> so they're trying to talk me out of it. I've told them I'm going diving. So uh, we'll see. I think they're going to try and make it to where I can't. But I'll be up there. If I'm not, then send a search team for me because I've probably been tied or something. Well, she'll know where to hide the body parts, so I'm not even looking. Nice. If we hit the water before 1 o'clock, I'll be very, very surprised. Uh, it usually takes, it seems like, an hour and a half that first time. You know, you, you kind of get out the divining rod, try to figure out where you're going to put the hole. Everybody argues over which tree you line up with. and then. Right. Well, I, I can tell you, I'm going to be there at 12 or just a few minutes after, actually, because I won't be able to leave town till mm, quarter after 10. Now, like that, I it, guess. Is anybody going with you, Jim? Um, not yet. Do you... Did you want a carpool? I, I can swing by and pick it up. Yeah, if you want to, if you're not going to be all bloodied up. Uh, I hope not. You know, I'll, I'll do a little life-checking text at maybe 8 in the morning. What's bloodied okay. up from? Wife. His wife. Oh, yeah, that happens from time <laughs> to time. Actually, my wife is really good about it. She goes, I, I just have to tell her, hey, you know what? It is my job. Right. And she's like, okay, be safe. Well, see, that's a real Call reason when you're start, dead. we start the podcast. That's like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that's part of Actually, it's like I told him I was getting on with you, and she's sitting here watching the fish in the fish tank behind me, and she's like, uh, okay, I'm leaving. I don't need oh, to really? listen to you guys. <laughs> I have that effect with more than one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I hedged my bets for this week, and we're diving the river Sunday. And unless we get iced out, I've got two sites to go dive, and I've got six people coming. So hopefully yeah that way you're guaranteed to have one show up right yeah well and i'm teaching a river course so she's got to show up so that's pretty sweet wow. so hey I, I i did some map questing today it's three hours and 28 minutes from my house to white star so we need to nice. set a date when we can uh uh when the ice clears to meet you out there um it, sometime after april 1st it'll be chilly but it'll be clear um yep. sometime after may 1st uh we can set up a, a, a time to come down and we can have air fills and all that kind of stuff there um the other thing i guys okay. I, I haven't got the uh, here's here's the dates that we're checking for cooper river mm-hmm. um the first or second weekend of october so like schedule those off t- or tell me now look in your calendar tell me now if either one of those doesn't work because i gave tom two two uh two dates and he's gonna let me know because he didn't have his calendar with him when I called. I forgot to call until today, and he didn't have his calendar with him. God, you know, I, I can't think of anything that really runs opposite us in that, that time of year. In fact, I think October last year I, I was kind of a light diving month. Yeah. You might yeah. be a little bit upset I, down there because the water temperature is going to be a little bit chillier than normal. It'll be like in the 60s. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we'll still be able to dive wet. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's, so that's like our uh, July weather. Right. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about numbers. How many seats have we got on a boat, and how many runs does he make in a day? Um, it depends on how we want to do it. The uh, the original price I told you is going to be like four eighty something like that with the hotel. Mm-hmm. It's um that's four dives. If we want to do, depending on when the tide is, we could probably do six dives total, four on Saturday and two on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, if we do later than that, we're leaving on Sunday either ungodly late or we're getting up ungodly early in the morning to go. 
Right. Um, but uh, the the dives are, I think it's like a hundred bucks a day to dive with them. So it'd be at another hundred bucks for the extra two dives. Um, but la the uh, um, you get down there Friday sometime. We get up as uh, basically the way it worked um, on Sunday or Saturday and Sunday is we usually do Saturday right around the first tide. So it's somewhere around nine or 10 o'clock in the morning. If we want to do two that day, we'll probably do like 730 in the morning. I, I don't have a tide chart in October in front of me, but he usually tells me like an hour before um, high tide is when we do it. And then we try to get the earliest high tide that happens on Sunday. Last year, it was 630 in the morning, and it was like, oh, my God. But it was really cool to roll off the boat when the sun was just rising and come up in full oh, daylight. That was really yeah. cool because it's dark down there. You can't see anything without your light. But that is um, – but uh, the cool thing is, um, at least with you guys, I can pretty much guarantee um, that we'll have uh, a uh, – that you'll all come back with teeth. Because if you get skunked on the first dive, then I'll hold your hand until you can find one. Now, now you say teeth, I get to keep my own teeth. You yeah. Keep, oh, okay. Yep. Yep. If I the find your teeth under there, Darren, we're, <laughs> we've got a problem. Do you guys use river tools? Uh, I do. Jim just likes to float around and drift downstream. In this like thing, you're going to want a, everybody. You're going to want a river tool because there's no yeah. muck. Well, actually, you didn't, didn't you use Mac as a river tool that one time? Nice. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't think he was as, as appreciative of it either. So, but, well, it's because you were probably crying like a girl. No, there was no crying, but he can catch pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That, that's where yeah. you were holding on to the cement blocks, and that wasn't enough. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I landed nice. right on top of him. Bless his heart. <laughs> Oh well. So yeah, we're talking the first, first or second weekend in October, which is October first or October eighth, right? Right, right. And okay. I'll, I will, <clears throat> I will um, get it to you by next weekend. I promise. But I'll probably like send you the message via Skype. Okay. <clears throat> as soon as I hear from him. Now you asked how many boats. I've got one. Darren's got one. Max got one, and you've got one. That means two spots left. Okay. And so I know, I know that I can fill it. Well, so we, we mentioned I'm it. Not that, gonna, I'm not going to even announce it until you guys are sure you can't. Yeah, because we, we mentioned the dive club, and there was probably about nine hands that went up. So That's cool. Yeah, so they were all excited. You know, how many come through will be another thing. But uh, now that yep. 480, that's uh, single occupancy or? No, that's, that's you got, you're splitting with somebody, so I'd put, like, you and Jim together. Mm -hmm. And it'd be 480 a person. And let me let me just pull up the numbers. I can't yeah. remember what it was. Yeah, now, just, now uh, I, I think the only way we were able to sell this is the wives are coming down. So do we put them okay. in another hotel? So, nope, the, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> the way that I do that is you pay... How did I work it out? The easiest way to do it was that you pay for um, the room on top oh. of what you pay for one day of diving. That was the easiest way to work it out. Okay. And I can show you the math on that later. Okay. But, but um, yeah, well, let's get through the nitrox class first, and then I'll work on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was looking at you guys. What what computers are you using? I didn't get to I, – I came in halfway through that conversation. Uh, I think we're both diving uh, XR2s, which is a, a little puck-style – uh, nitrox it's a uh, aerosism yeah manufacturer yeah. you can you can that thing he was telling you about the 50 percent thing mm -hmm. you can mm -hmm. turn off in all the aeros computers yeah you can shut it okay. off ah um no, 480 it was 485 per, per per diver and then um the that 
then the non-divers you just pay the hotel or it's 199 per non-divers how i did it but i it just found out it's cheaper for i mean i got to cover the hotel because i got to put somebody in a room by themselves so we can work all that out and or i can just give you a price for the boat and then we can just all pay our own hotels yeah yeah, yeah we, we we can work on that that details we get closer but uh, if i if i disconnect for some reason skype's uh yelling at me uh, i'll call everybody back okay are you still with me? Yeah, I'm still with you. Right. I, I am I am sending you the link to the April trip that we're doing, and that tells you everything that I throw in. Cool. Um, I did not win the lotto yet, Craig. Sorry. He put that on the chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were hoping. Yeah, we no need, kidding. We need one of us to, to win the lotto. Yeah, but the, uh, the, the thing about the wives going is you can shop your ass off. There's a whole lot oh, of shopping boy. down there. Um it's there's a lot to do if they're into like museums and that sort of stuff there's a ton there's a flower garden that's phenomenal there's a tea plantation that's phenomenal see i i'm into the hello hello all right i'm back yeah here we are please enter the call id followed by the pound i don't know why my talk shoe thing keeps coming up here how do i turn somebody off oh is that you your pin followed by the you are now joining the call (laughs) (laughs) it's groundhog day (laughs) recorded live you are unmuted (laughs) oh that's thank that's good to know so did you just hey, dial back into TalkShoe? Yeah, just to keep the the audio recording over there kind of as a backup. Well, so let's. How did how did you do that when you already had logged out? I've never been able to do that. Okay. No, you you can log back right right back in. Sweet. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just always break something. No, it takes a while to learn all the quirks of TalkShoe. So let's see. Who did we miss? Uh, Mac hasn't come back. Uh, Craig hasn't come back. Let me see if I can. Uh, Craig and Phil are both in the chat. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay, we got Mac, so I'm missing one. So let me see. Uh, Let's add people. So add Craig. Is everybody drinking tonight? I'm heading to go get my refill. I'll be yeah, back in yeah. A second. We, we need to do a poll. <laughs> wow. So, so what's every, so, so what's everybody drinking? I had a, uh, a Captain and Diet Coke. Nice. Wow, everybody's got a little Captain in them. I think I've got a, a Sam Adams going here. Which, which Sam Adams? The original or? It's a Boston Lager. Oh yeah. They've got a cherry wheat that's really freaking good. <laughs> It's best out. It's best out of a tap with a couple of maraschino cherries in it, but it's uh, it's good out of the bottle too. So which one is that, Sam Adams? That's the cherry wheat. Cherry wheat. That sounds good because I like the Blue Moon. So. Yeah, that's a good beer too. I'm drinking uh, some sort of concoction that Johnny made up for me. It's blue in color. I know it's got vodka in it, but that's all I know. <laughs> Tastes like Kool Aid. <laughs> he just keeps handing it to you. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're the entertainment on the show. Keep working. (laughs) All right, I can handle that. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I got a decent producer. He's not in the room, so I can say that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, if he heard you, he'd get a big head. Exactly. Well, you can't get too much bigger than that yet, but (laughs) (laughs) he's back in the room, so I can say that. (laughs) Okay. Yep. Okay, I'm back. I got a full rum and ginger ale. Oh, rum and ginger ale. Okay. Ginger ale. Captain Morgan's and Verner's. It's a ginger ale for those of you guys that aren't from Michigan. 
That uh, isn't that funny though. Ginger ale seemed to be uh, over on the east side where you are. Seemed to be a lot more popular than it is over here on the west side, Rich. I have no idea what's going on with that. I like it. So is everybody back now? now no, back. Uh, we didn't pick Philip back up, so I'm trying to get him back on. And then uh, Craig, I seem to have lost. He can't did, ask, did you ask if he could hear you? He's oh, online. Oh, there he comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm back now. Okay, yeah, okay. We, go. we got Philip, and then Craig's coming. So that's yeah, always the uh, the fun Skype thing. So that guy Jeff Vance that was in your chat room tonight. Uh huh. He uh he was telling me that one of his buddies dove a missile silo in Washington last week. Oh come on. Now how's that one for the logbook? Yeah. Yeah, and then he goes and rubs it in up in Portland, Oregon. I hope you're listening to this, Jeff, because because I was pretty jealous about it last night. He goes he goes yeah I've got a three tank charter this weekend. <laughs> I'm like, nice. Damn. Cause it's like it's 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 winter there. It's raining. It's just 50 degrees in the water there. Our dive club is planning a uh, a trip in March for the dive silo. I mean the missile silo in uh, Abilene, Texas. You'll have to tell us all about that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's supposed to be uh, the silo itself, like 130 feet of water. And uh, from what I read, you can only get down about 110 because there's some rubble at the bottom, but. It's a constant 60 degrees. Yeah, that's the cool thing about going underground. My show last night was all about Bon Terre because we're going there uh, in March. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. Jim and I hope to hit that sometime this spring before the lake opens up. March 25th through 27th. You can join me. March 25th through 27th. I'll have to write that down. Yep. We're doing it's 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 uh, you can uh, it's a it's a pricey trip because we're doing five dives. But um, it should be pretty cool. Doing scooter dives? No, we're not doing that. Um, I don't. Everybody going. I'm the only person that's done more than. Uh, I'm then no one else has done more than one trail. Oh, okay. So um, I mean, I've done trail one six times now. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be able to guide them. Yeah, it's funny because I met a guy there. Um, my first trip there, I met a guy, um, his name was Steve, and he was just a dive master wannabe at the time. And then he joined us for a trip to Catalina. Because, I, I mean, even before the show, I had a lot of people from all over the country that used to come on dive trips with me um, because I had a really good website that actually dove. So everybody came. He, he joined us there, and, and I met him in Catalina and then dove with him in Bonterre. So every time I go, we look forward to diving with him when we come to Bonterre. Yeah, his name is Steve Branham. You'll know him as Smiley Steve when you get there. <laughs> so you, so you're just doing the ice dive this weekend? Just the ice dive? <laughs> yeah. That was the plan. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping that I, I'm in one part by the time I get there. Because the missus doesn't want you to go. It's one of those things, mine was planned first, but other things came up, so that doesn't really matter. Of course, it doesn't matter that I plan stuff about a year and a half in advance, so to make sure I planned first. <laughs> and then you can always erase what it is you planned, but there's always something. Did you check out any of these uh, pictures of that silo? No, I haven't. Did he post click, a... Click, yeah, he posted a link. Holy cow, is this place cool? Oh, no. Phil, you Wouldn't suck. That be fun? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn. 
Damn. Hey, there's always it, more spots open. Yeah, 20, 23 hours from White Star. That's 24 hours from me. That's a little rough. <laughs> Not quite a day trip. Uh, yeah, anywhere in Texas is kind of rough. Now, we might be a little closer, Jim. I bet it might only be uh, you know 22 hours for us. Right? Oh, it's that's doable. That's doable. Now, where is this? As we're looking at a map of Texas, where is this at? Uh, that's in Abilene, which is more towards the kind of northwest. Oh, so it's closer. Cool. So, like, uh, yeah. how far out of Dallas? Oh, man. Uh, from Dallas, I bet you're probably talking three to four hours. Everything's like three to four hours in Texas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I spent some time in Amarillo uh, for some training once, and holy smokes. Yeah, if you don't like driving. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this this reminds me of like the the dive pool that I wanted to build almost matches this exactly. How cool would that be to put a training facility in a silo? And it's owned by a dive shop that's from West Texas, so they keep the location secret so nobody can get out there because I guess they're not in the area very often. So once you've paid for your trip, they'll send you directions on how to get to it, and then they'll meet you there. Oh. It's supposed to be just on the south side of Abilene, about 20 miles south. Wow. We've been looking at all the pictures, and it looks pretty sweet. Hmm. Yeah. Look at those like, blast doors. Yeah, all it needs is a Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, they were selling these. There's a while there. You could pick up a silo for, you know, $20,000. Yeah, when I read a little bit about it, that's what, what it was back when they had them, were selling them for scrap. Uh, this dive shop came in and bought it. Turn it into a dive site. Hmm. Silo 60 feet wide, 130 feet deep, and a deep refill at 110 feet. It's a concrete-filled hole with water, and it's cold. <laughs> well, it's nice. 61 degrees. That's not cold. No, that's the same as the mine at Bonterre. 58 degrees year-round for in ice. That's pretty sweet. What would be the closest airport? Uh, so according to map request, it says Dallas is uh, three hours away, so I don't know if it's going to be Dallas or if Abilene actually has one, but my first guess would be Dallas. Yeah. Maybe on the way down to the flower gardens. I was just thinking that same thing. This is Bob from Tucking Scuba. That uh, that sounds like a pretty cool place, that flower gardens down there in Texas. Does anybody go that? I've been blown out twice. Once because the boat broke down and once because the weather looked really bad, so we called it. But I've never been there. I've heard that uh, you, there's quite a few. Uh, you get chances to see some pretty big uh, whale sharks there, and plus the rest of the diving is always awesome. So I would love to get down there. And we dive for Michigan, so every place in the world is awesome. <laughs> Michigan's awesome, you know. I do. I think so. Yeah, for sure. Hey, hey, Rich, when do you guys uh, open? What, I I thought you heard you said April first. April 1st, we open the, at the quarry, yep, at White Star. Cool. But we're gonna we're down there. If you're a rescue diver, um, we'll have a rescue diver free day, um, March 27th. I'm not gonna be there for that one. It'll be I'll be at uh, still be at the mine, and then um, we do ice diving the first weekend of February, the second weekend of February, and the second weekend of March. Okay. And you guys got ice right over the top then? Yeah, there's ice. Uh, right now there's probably three inches or four inches. We had two okay. inches of ice the second weekend of January. Are you getting and this Arctic blast down there like we're getting? Yeah. We had 150-foot visibility. Wow. Yeah, we had a line 150-foot out, and I could turn around and see the guy standing in the hole, in the ice hole. 
Perfect. Because we had to do it right off the shore. But it was like, it's like you sit there and you take pictures and you're going, this is just not real. <laughs> you know, we we go down there quite a bit, uh, Gilboa and Portage. we got to go down to White Star this year. We'll have to come down and shoot a show down there. Well, come, let me know when you're coming. I want to be there because I'm not oh, there every sure. weekend. I, uh, I have okay. a staff that does it so I can live my life. And uh, What are you talking about? You're a scuba diver. Well, you know, I love the quarry, and I think everybody sure. should dive the quarry as much as they can, especially if, if they can't do other things. But, man, I'll tell you what, my first choice is Great Lakes shipwreck diving. Absolutely. And, so, do, so do you come up ship? You, you have your own charter? or No, I, 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 I use everybody else. Perfect. Um, I primarily use Gary Vinay out of um, Port Sanilac and Harbor Beach. Okay. Wreck and Tech Dive Charters. Do you have a charter boat up there? Um, well, actually, Jim, that also is on our show, he's working on getting his captain's license. Uh, we do a lot of business with, um, you know, if we're up in Mackinac, we like to go with Shipwreck Adventures, who's actually out of uh, Milwaukee, but he he, char- uh, he trailers his boat all over. He does a lot of tech diving and stuff. We're obviously, well, not obviously, but we are, we don't get into too much tech stuff, light tech, uh, mostly recreational stuff. So, um, you know, it works out perfect on his boat. He's got a six pack that just just enough for us, and we go out with him. Or we we like to also use uh, Larry's boat, uh, Larry McElroy up in in the Straits. Yeah, that's, or that's who I know, use. There's a lot there. of good guys. Yep, Larry does a great job. And um, then down in Chicago, uh, Larry down there. Um, you know, we got a, a couple different guys we work with uh, across the state. You know, using other people's boats is a lot less work, but Jim likes to work on his boat, so we're going to start diving with him a lot more. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I try to go for the bigger boats because i got to try to make some money on it. It's hard. Sure. So I like Larry because I'll usually pack 10 or 15 people on his boat. We do a munising charter. We've got 24 divers on a boat up there. Who, uh, who's up there? I know there's a lot of things going on up there. Is, uh, yeah. uh, I use, think of her. Lori? No, um, she she did. I didn't see her. I saw her now, one year, she's but she's up. gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, I think she's gone. I use I use Captain Pete Linquist and Kate okay. Linquist out yep. of uh, out of the. He's got the glass bottom boat that takes seventy yep. people. Yep. And uh, we he puts twenty divers on it, and then I usually pack a couple extra staff on there just to make fun. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I heard I he's uh, I heard he's the only guy up there right now. Yeah, he is, and he's the only guy that, I mean, he is the guy up there, so right. it's one of those cool things that you try to keep on, but the, uh, the uh, when I called up there, because I had a really good year last year where people just wanted to go on that trip, and uh, I usually only limit it to 20, and I got to 20, and then a buddy of mine who just took a big class for me, and then his, he they were getting married, and his uh, he bought his diamond ring for my wife, who's a jeweler. And it's like, I can't tell him no. So I called up and I told my wife, I said, look, if he says no, we're not diving. And she was like, yeah, we can't dive if it was a really good customer, both of ours. And I said, because uh, we, we didn't need to dive. So I call up Kate and I said, Kate, can I put a couple extra people on the boat? And she said, well, how many extra do you want? I said, how many will you take? She said, well, it'll hold 70, but I don't know that I want to put that many <laughs> divers on it. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'll shoot for 70 and we'll be see how we go. And she started laughing. She said, you know, and then she called me back. She says, no, let's keep it at about 30. 
because <laughs> I because because I'm the only person that brings a full boat every year up there. I mean, they get their their six pack boat full all the time, but I'm the only person that gets the big boat full. And so she knows that if she told me seventy as a challenge, I would probably do it. <laughs> that would be good just to do it. Yeah, but it's we'd be hanging off the side. Well, there's a couple of wrecks up there. I mean, the boat can handle it, but there's a couple of wrecks up there. You put 60 people on it, and you'd have a. Uh, I mean, it's only 75 feet long. You put 60 feet in the water. And... You could hold hands around it. <laughs> yeah. Be a cool picture. You guys do all the recreational stuff up there? Or do you go further out outside the bay? We just do recreational stuff on that trip. I do both. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll give you a link to my dive shop. I'll just put it in the chat thing. But um, the. Uh, we we do a lot of shipwreck stuff too, so arrangements. I mean, we sell now we sell Body Glove, which is a fabulous company to deal with. They're a little bit hard to order from, but they're a fabulous company to deal with. And then um, I just got a sample in yesterday of a new wetsuit um, called the Proteus from Fourth Element, and I am tickled pink with this thing. Oh, Fourth Element's got a wetsuit now. Fourth Element's got this wetsuit, and a buddy of mine down in Florida said, I bought the 5mm because the 7mm I figured would be too hot, and I needed about a 5mm thickness for the caves. And when I got on the 5mm, it's too hot. i got to buy the 3mm. Oh, my gosh. And I got mine in, in my size, and I squeezed my fat little body into it today and because um, I was told that it was the most difficult suit on the planet to get into, and it wasn't difficult even though I'm about 20 pounds. Everybody pulling back in. I'm trying to collect <laughs> them all back up. I need to create some some groups. Let's see who. Let's see. So yeah, what it was, we're blaming Mac because he's the one who dropped. That's uh, one thing about Skype. You think it would sure. be able to handle one person leaving? Let's see. Who am I missing? Phil. Phil. I think I... Phil... Yeah, I think... I was get... Yeah. Yeah, it's probably my fault. I was getting too long-winded about the suit I got today. No, but you, you, you said you were <laughs> squeezing yourself in. Yeah, my fat little body, I squeezed into it. It wasn't hard to get into, but it fits like a semi-dry. It's got a seal around the hey, neck. It's got seals around the wrists. Yeah. So, well, I've got, uh, if you want me to change the subject, I've got another topic I wouldn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Now we can start recording again, Darren. Okay. Hit sorry, the sorry, on button. Here we go. Um, we've been getting into diving some side mount stuff. Um, we dove both at the, uh, what, what's their? Uh, Nomad. Nomad, yeah. We dove the Nomad. We we fell in love with that. Um, we're working on getting a uh, the UTD, which is out of California. We're getting try and dive that. They're actually trying to aim that as a recreational side mount BC. Um, what's everybody's thoughts on side mounts? Boy, you just picked another bad topic. Really, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. Um, uh, I think, in my personal opinion, um. I think that it's a tool like anything else. I completely agree with you, actually. And is if you look at it and what they're touting it as and all these upstart companies, they're doing what Nitrox did 25 years ago or 20 years ago, where I'm only a tech diver because I got Nitrox. I'm only a tech diver because of Hogarthian. I'm only a tech diver because I'm breathing off the long hose. 
Well, that's just, say, that's just marketing. Yeah, and now they're saying, oh, you you can't be a tech diver unless you, you have side mount. Now, if you have a back problem, like Jeff Loeffner down in um, Florida, he's a huge side mount guy for Oceanic and the, the Hollis stuff, and they've got a really cool um, side mount system. But he said, I can't, my back problems will prevent me from doing a uh, set of doubles on my back. Fine. That's a perfect reason and a perfect tool of why you would want to do that. But I but have I've seen, seen, go ahead. Go ahead. I've seen you guys' heard. backs go out because they were diving doubles all the time and trying to get them off small boats and stuff like that. And from from a, from a diver's standpoint, I've, I've heard both sides of it. It's so comfortable to dive. You, you've dove them, I assume, right, Rich? Yes. Side mount systems. So comfortable to dive, would you agree? Yes. And they're they're extremely comfortable. You don't have to worry about the weight. We can, you know, the guy on the boat can help you down and stuff. Um, you can even you can even giant stride with them on, and it's not that big of a deal. Maybe not four tanks, but two tanks, and and you're still pretty safe. And um, I just think it's a it's a a great tool, as you said. I agree with you. Uh, it's not for everybody, but man, I really hate lugging around doubles. They're just too much weight. And I've seen guys' backs go out. When I first started diving, there was a guy at the at the dive shop, and he was probably a buck forty and uh, soaking wet. He was a smoker, and which is obviously bad in the first place. Well, that you know exactly what that does to your to your air consumption rate. So we always had to have big tanks on. So this guy's you know skinny and tall, 140 pounds soaking wet. Like I said, well he's got to have these huge ass tanks on. And it eventually took its toll and ended up tearing up his back along with everything else. You know, he was a uh, work manual labor all his life and, um, you know, eventually tore up his back enough where he couldn't dive. Well, side mounting wasn't as popular, wasn't quite as much of an option then. And, um, you know, eventually he just got out of diving. He was an instructor. He was a great instructor. I had him for a couple of the specialty classes and stuff like that when I first started diving. And and eventually just tore him up enough where he couldn't dive anymore. So I think side mounting, like you say, is a great tool. Um, but also I think it can be for everybody if that's the the route they decide to go as far as their diving goes. Well, I'm I'm planning on taking a side mount class in Florida next winter, um, simply because I, I'm not I'm not one of those people that say okay, absolutely not. I'm I'm one of those people that say show me a better way and I'll try it. But the way that I look at it from a standpoint of the Great Lakes is I watched a guy get his ass handed to him with a set of side mounts on. And he was a good side mount diver. And what happened was we were diving the, um, a wreck out off of Lake Huron. He jumped in. Um, he, didn't, he had his two hooked on. He jumped in off the back of the boat. And then he had two more stages handed to him. So he had, um, he had two, I think there were hundreds and like steel. And then he had like two um, 40s. They were thinner, and he wore them behind him. But then he, we're all diving doubles with 240s, and um, he goes down, does the rack, comes back up. Well, during that hour we were down, the weather turned really crappy, and they couldn't get the tanks off the boat up to him. I mean, he couldn't get the tanks off of him and up to the do- the, the, the boat where they could get him in. And it was a big swim ladder, swim platform boat and everything. Captain ended up getting soaked. And was really upset about it. And all of us with doubles, we just clipped off our stages onto the um, the line and climbed right out with our doubles. And granted, it wasn't graceful because we were getting our asses handed to us because by the waves too. But all I could un- all I could do the whole time that, and that was like my first time looking at someone doing it. Um, all I could think of was, man, what a waste of the real estate that's on your back. 
Well, I, I can I can see what you're saying. I don't I don't really I guess I wasn't there. I don't I can't picture the problem that he had. But um, you know it should it should be just as easy to unclip. He was having trouble with his 40s, or he's having trouble with his bigger tanks. The big tanks, and it wasn't a matter of okay. unclipping. He could unclip them all the time. It's just he couldn't physically lift them out of the water to hand them up. No, and I think I think there's room for improvement in, in as far as getting on the boat goes. I think there's got to be a system that we figure out that that actually gets the tanks back on. Getting in, obviously, gravity helps us get in. Um, getting out, I think there's ways around it. Um, I think that uh, as side mounting becomes more popular, it's going to get easier and easier because people are going to figure out a technique that works better for them. Um, but I'm talking about strictly for the dive itself. Man, you really have control over your bottles, whether you're trying to get in or out of a wreck, whether you're trying to, you know, get out of an obstruction. Um, you have so much better, I think, better control of your tanks over doubles when you go side mount. But, you know, it, it's definitely a personal opinion. You got you got to figure out what works best for you as a diver and uh, take it from there, you know. And it's it's something that. That I, I mean, like I said, I'm not against it. I, sure. If I could find a better way of doing something, show me. And, and quite frankly, I'm 42 years old, and, and we've had a lot of discussions about how when you get older, you're going to have to find a better way to doing it. And that's that's part of something that if they can find a way to, I mean, I'm still waiting for them to come up with something about the size of my argon bottle that's uh, 300 cubic feet. I don't care what pressure it is. <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, right. have you guys uh, have you guys tried monkey diving? Absolutely. Uh, actually, this summer Johnny B, our producer, was he had he was using my BC or had it here for some reason, and he was supposed to bring it up to Traverse City, and we were gonna <laughs> dive. And of course, he calls in sick, and I'm like, well, you you know, you had my BC, dude. So I was like, well, what am I gonna do? So um, I called my buddy and I said, well, why don't you bring my backpack up and I'll just dive that for the weekend. But he wasn't going to be there for the first dive. So I'm like, oh, what the heck am I going to do? So I had two net bags laying around and a weight belt. So I grabbed the weight belt, strapped that around the tank and tied the tied the net bags around my waist. And I dove with the, the tank between my legs, basically nice. just holding on to the tank the whole time for but uh, yeah, we've we've monkey dove quite a bit. It's it's a really comfortable way of diving. Yeah, the uh, for those of you guys that don't know what that is, when we're diving doubles, we have a back plate and a harness, set of doubles, and then all of our stage bottles. And one of our stage bottles is typically an 80 filled with 36 percent. So we get up and we get blown out, and they said, "Hey, you know what? You can't do the 215 footer that you were going to do, but let's go do this 80 footer." And one of the buddies that 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 told me about it, he said. Diving trimix on an 80-foot dive is like dressing up in a tuxedo and going to have dinner at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, and after renting that tuxedo for $200. So what we ended, what what it was, it came out of England the first time I saw it, is these guys were talking about just taking their backplate harness, throwing a weight belt on, and right. clipping your 36% bottle to yourself and going and doing the dive. And it's actually, it is really comfortable. It's it's you got to weight yourself right. You got a little bit more weight on one side than the other when you're w- with your belt. And I don't wear a weight belt normally, so it was completely weird for me. That's an extra piece of gear I had to throw in the, the van. But I haven't ri- tried river diving with it yet. But it was something that we went and did a, a shallow wreck dive with it, and it was a lot of fun. It's really popular with guys that run scooters too, because like you said, you got to weight yourself a little bit differently. But if you if uh, you're using the scooter, you don't have to do it so much. It's it's a re- I think it's a blast to dive that way. 
I'm hoping that's another drink. <laughs> it sounded like somebody was pretty heavy. <laughs> no. Sorry, it was. That's I, the was other... I was I was topping off my water. Sorry. <laughs> you don't have to lie to us. You're among friends, man. <laughs> and nothing that's going to be broadcast. <laughs> so, uh, kind of in the chat room, Craig's talking about that he has to stop Googling monkey diving, so I'm kind of afraid to ask what what he was finding on those results. <laughs> the, so you, uh, said Johnny, you said Johnny B is your producer. What's your name again? I'm Bob. Bob. I'm Bob and Jim's here with me too. He's twiddling his thumbs and drinking his beer. Yep. Nice. And if we get cut, I'll call you back. It looks like Craig dropped. So for some reason, Skype doesn't like it when somebody leaves. Oh. So Bob, if you, when you come down, that'd be cool. Come down to the quarry. We'd be happy to talk talk to you and dive with you I'm in okay <laughs> hey there hey yeah, this, this technology technological thing will someday catch on yeah well, someday i'll figure this out the magic of editing you, you don't even notice all the the 40 drops that happen the good thing is you can't hear us curse when we drop it <laughs> yeah that's yeah. it <laughs> Yeah, that was that was funny last night. One of the conversations that I had, I missed a commercial on on my show, and I was uh, I had mistimed it, and I'm like, okay, now here is the dead space where all you guys can make fun of me, and I will edit it out later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all like, the the guys in the chat room last night were said no editing allowed unless you're going to make a blooper reel. <laughs> oh, we've got for our show, we've got blooper reels a mile long. We've got uh, just before we came on the show, we were watching me cursing out johnny <laughs> well, wow we, we had a we had a misunderstanding and it was all on tape oh my gosh it's the funniest thing not that i curse out johnny often but sometimes i have to and sometimes he curses me out but it's always you know in good spirits exactly now now we're talking about side mounting yeah. actually that's real attractive to me i i just like the idea i remember when we had uh Paul, we had about three boats out there. What, what wreck was that? That was the Ann Arbor Five. Yeah. I want to say no. I, I want to say it was over Ironside. Um, but wasn't it Paul? He didn't die with was, us on Ironside, did he? No, Ironside well, is just uh, the four of us: Kurt, Mac, uh, Kurt, Bob, you, and me. That had to have been the Ann Arbor Five and the uh, Barge and Crane. Could have been. But we, yeah, that's right. The conservation officers. Yeah, they they, they came and questioned us. Um, yeah. So, so, so he went. Built. He launched out of uh, Bob's boat, and then uh, we recovered him. Whoa, that was a that was a chore. Heavy, heavy, heavy out of a small boat. So what's attractive is that, you know, I can just picture you, you get in and you got the the wing and, uh, you know, like a dive right back plate on, and then somebody hands you down a couple tanks, you snap them off, and then you're ready to go. Yeah, the one that I'm looking at is the new Hollis SMS 100, since I'm a Hollis dealer. Oh, you're a Hollis dealer. Okay. So that's the side mount that I would go for. I'm making notes. Well, what, so go back and find them. What would be the what's the main disadvantage of uh, of independent doubles, uh, regardless whether they're side mount or or back mount? Um, Besides the fact that we spent 14 years trying to get everybody out of independent doubles to have them come well, back. I, I, know, I understand that part. Um, 
but you know being able to shut down tanks independently of one another um well in in let's just make this this is my opinion and bob can chop it chipe in this is my opinion in a in a side mount situation independent doubles are a little bit different than independent doubles in your back because in a side mount situation you can actually see the tanks and turn them off which is a definite plus right if they're in your back single doubles that aren't manifolded together are kind of dangerous because you can't see them to be able to turn off the malfunctioning tank for for manipulation of uh, valves if you've got a problem or, or whatever I'm not going to disagree with that. That sounds dead on to me. Uh, I think side mounting is great from that standpoint, too. You have complete control over your tanks. You don't have to be super flexible. You know, most of us are, are chubby and older and can't reach our heads, our hands, you know, behind our heads. So the easier we can make it for everybody, the more accessible it's going to be. The more people we can reach, the more people dive in, the more money we make. You know? it's all about yeah, that's kind of it. Right. Are we still there? Yeah, yeah I'm still here. I heard, I heard somebody pounding on their microphone. But my my question is really, don't we really only use a little bit of uh, usable gas because we've got to maintain rock bottom in both tanks rather than using the combined uh, well, gas? Well, the idea behind having a two separate tanks, um, man, I, I haven't dove. I haven't dove anything that's that way as far as. When I was diving side mount, I wasn't diving where I needed to worry about gas management at much. It was at the quarry. Right. Um, but the the idea is is you breathe a third of your right tank, a third of your left tank, a third of your right tank, a third of your left tank, and leave the last third in both tanks for, for emergency. Is that what mm-hmm. you're getting, Bob? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, okay. And, and it, you know, it is switching back and forth. It's It's paying a little bit more attention to your air. But at the same thing, you know, when I teach my recreational classes, which I'm not teaching currently, but I've, I've taught uh, for the last three years, um, is you always got to maintain, you know, how much air do you have in your tank? That's the most important thing. You can get yourself out of a decompression situation. You can get yourself out of, you know, a, an entanglement issue if you have the right tools and you have your dive buddy there. You cannot get yourself out of an air uh, an out of air situation by yourself. Um, you know, you, you got to maintain that that uh, you know you got to know how much air you have in your tank. Um, so you know, switching back and forth isn't necessarily a bad thing. It sounds like well, you got to keep looking back at your tanks and watching what. Well, that's that's great. You're paying attention to how much air you have in each tank you have. Um, you know, if you do if you are running doubles and something free flows you got to isolate that tank so you got to reach back spend the time doing it um with the doubles you can immediately switch over to another tank i mean obviously you can breathe off a free flow but you can you can shut that down right away switch over to your opposite tank um you can notify your buddy and then you can start your ascent you know there's there's i think there's so many advantages to side mounting um but you know again there's there's definitely disadvantages it to it as well um but i think over time i think it's it's going to be the way of the future if if we can you know like you said we've spent a lot of time getting people to doubles now we're going to try and get them away from it uh, and they're going to be very skeptical for a long time so just like anything it takes time to change yeah either that or we'll just skip the doubles go to rebreathers there you go and you don't have to worry <laughs> about it at all 
Well, I think a whole another can of worms right there. Well, I think I'm going to end up with doubles, independent doubles, and a rebreather before I'm done. So. Well, it's all about. I mean, I've got eight sets of doubles, so I'm not about to go jump in the. I mean, they'll all be able to be split up and turned into to yeah. side mounts <laughs> if I decide to do that. But it's it's something where. I'm not doing a whole lot of deep penetration in wrecks that I can't take my doubles. And right. with the side mounts, I mean, I can dive with my camera and 380s <laughs> and a 40 and still be comfortable. I mean, I couldn't imagine. That's the part that I'm I'm a little bit skeptical about with me personally is I would have to wear my independence, like my side mount stuff. I'd have to wear it exceptionally low just to have room for my camera. Are you and shooting DSLR? Yeah, I'm shooting a big, big humongous big stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where the whole real estate on my back comes in. Is there's a, I mean, I'm not like I like like if if you were to tell me, "Hey Rich, I want to go I want you to take your side mounts and I, we're going to go do we're going to go find uh the jar of coins that Dennis said he lost on the morale." Okay. Then I would be all about that because I'd have a plan and I'd want to do it as skinny as I can. Sure. And I wouldn't want the extra two feet behind me that I can't see, especially in that cable infested hell. But if you said to me, Rich, I'm going to go dive, uh, the, the Ganilda, which we're not allowed to penetrate anyway, there's no reason for side mounts. I mean, it's going to be, unless that's what you're used to diving. And if somebody came to me and says, I want to take a tech trimix class, but I only dive, tri- dive uh, side mounts, I'd be all about that. I'd say, okay, that's cool. You're going to have to teach me a couple of things. You're going to have to show me that you can do the skills that I'm going to ask you to do. But as long as you can do those, you're great. I don't have a problem with it. Now, how about side mounts for travel? That's uh, another one of the items that sounds attractive. I think it's incredible for travel. The only problem is, you know, a lot of places aren't set up. Like, I was just in Bonaire last year, um, and they were, you know, for side mount, you have to set your your bottles up as a sling. Well, we were diving, you know, strictly recreational, but uh, we had, you know, access to whatever tanks we wanted, okay? So, and it was a drive-through system. So, we pull up, we drop our tanks off, we get new tanks. Well, now with the side mount, I would have to put my sling system on every tank that I rented out instead of just throwing it on my back and going. Um, so, you know, but as far as travel goes, we were pushing the limits with between our cameras, our BCs, regulators, computers, all that stuff. You know, we're pushing the limits as far as weight goes. You know, I, was, I brought a pair of board shorts and, a, and uh, six T-shirts for the week, but you know, our scuba equipment does weigh a lot. So we were pushing the limits as far as our weight goes. If I would have went without the BC that I brought and went with a really simple side mount system, I probably would have been in, you know, maybe a few pounds lighter, but man, it, it's really probably insignificant as far as, um, weight goes, but it, it does pack a lot smaller than a BC or a cam. That, that segues right into the new piece of equipment I got today at the dive shop. Uh-oh, what's that? I got my BioLite from Oceanic. It's a five-pound BCD. <laughs> five pounds? It is five pounds. It is, it is 18 pounds of positive lift, and it is the one that I'm taking to Bonaire when I go in May because it's tiny. 
and it saves me it's going to save me six pounds of my t- uh, of, I, I can bring another strobe i can bring two more t-shirts now is is that a bcd that you'd only use for travel or could you use that all yes. around yeah, only yes travel it's only got 18 pounds of positive lift so you start okay. putting 40 pounds i mean how much weight do we all dive we dive like 30 <laughs> pounds in the river yeah <laughs> yeah rule number one the crab's got to float without you in it oh really oh <laughs> yeah. jim i think i found the problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that was easy yeah uh, so that's that sounds cool now how about the uh you, you also mentioned earlier on uh about that new uh wetsuit that you were trying out the uh yep the, the that, fifth element or the fourth, fourth element one fifth, I, it, yeah the proteus the fifth it element is. was a movie i love that movie uh now you, you're gonna have to dive that i want you need to do an ice dive in that and tell me if it was good i only got the five millimeter oh well <laughs> that's what he said got it exactly ice dive and let us know how it did yeah because i i mean i would love to i mean i i, I love my seven millimeter but i know i'm you know, i've got about 100 dives on it so I, i've heard the rumor that as you approach 200 dives the the thermal value really is gone down yeah i don't I'm know I, I i usually Go rip ahead. them to hell before i get that <laughs> i'm diving a henderson thermoprene and i've got about uh, 200 300 dives on that and uh, it was a seven mil originally. I think I'm down to about a three mil. It's <laughs> it's uh, when I wear that with my back plate or uh, my backpack, I I think I wear uh, four pounds weight with it. I mean, it's there's no thermal value to it whatsoever, but uh, it is comfortable. It smells like pee though. I can't figure that out. <laughs> there's a product called Mirazyme that'll take care of that. Yeah, until you pee in it again. Then you gotta put it back on. <laughs> a lot of work. Yeah, this scuba stuff's a lot of work. We should take up golf, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I've had some terrible ter- ter- days on the golf course. See, the difference no, between golf and understood. diving is you can drink during golf. You can't drink during diving. No. I, think, I think we have an invention. <laughs> What's that, Philip? No, I was saying that golf was a sport I never really understood. You hit the ball way down to the rain, down the fairway, you go find it, you hit it again. I said, pick it up, put it in your pocket, go home, you found it. <laughs> right. Well, if it wasn't right. for golf, we, we, if it wasn't for golf, we wouldn't have official dives. <laughs> that's right. That's that's true. <laughs> Unless you find a golf ball, it's not an official dive. Has there ever been a wreck where you haven't found a golf ball? It, it seems like anything that we dive on. There's a golf ball there. Jim Norton, he puts his names on the golf balls and then hides them throughout the wreck. So, <laughs> hey, you ever find Jim's balls? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not going to hold them in my hand for very long. I can tell you that. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I'd be grumpy if I lost my balls too. <laughs> we we were out tied up to a wreck one time, and he said we were. I think we were trying to tie up with their boat too to dive the wreck, and they yep. said, yeah. He said, hey, uh, what's you guys' name? He says, oh, I'm Jim Norton. And he said, oh, I'm Bob Shoemaker. And he says, Jim Norton, I think I found your balls. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That was embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Embarrassing. Well. Hey, uh, while we were talking about side mounts, wanted to get y'all's opinions uh, I've been diving only about three years now and you know, still going with the jacket style but was considering changing to uh, back plate and wing uh, 
you know, heard a lot of people talk about it. And I thought, well, maybe somewhere down the road in another few years or so, maybe uh, interested in getting into uh, introduction to tech or something. What do y'all do? Have y'all had that experience of switching from jacket to back plate and wing? And if so, what are your opinions on it? Are you uh, are you diving a standard wraparound BCD or are you diving a back mount back wing type BCD? Right no, it's diving? a standard jacket. Uh, it's a I, I dive a Sequest. Okay, you're gonna find that having the uh, wings behind you is at first a little bit hard to get used to because they tend to pitch you forward on the surface. But mm-hmm. that's how we want to dive underwater, and where your BC now is trying to hold you straight up and down in the water, and you will find it will be the most unbelievable freedom you've ever had as far as you'll have to start slowing down because you're going to get more, like when you go and kick, you're going to glide a lot better. You're going to have a lot better um, trim, and then when you get to the surface, it's you're going to be able to fill it up and lift yourself higher up out of the water without getting that squeeze around your ribs. Okay. It feels totally different. Um, I'll tell you, Philip, I just switched over from... Um, mine which was a, a semi back inflate jacket to a, um, a plate and a wing still for a single tank and i've only got one dive on it but it's it's you're totally unencumbered now um it's really cool yeah after the dry suit i think that's my my next purchase is the back plate and wings yeah i, I love I mine a, i have a slightly different opinion is that all right sure. yeah i've got uh i've got a lot of experience on, on both styles, I've dove uh, backplate and wing. I've dove, um, you know, monkey style. I've dove um, side mount, and I've dove um, with a, a rear inflate BC. And it's it's all going to depend on what you're most comfortable with. With the rear inflate, I think. I, well, first of all, let me start here. You got to decide exactly what you want to do with your diving. If you're going to do a lot of photography, if you're going to do a lot of filming, but it's all going to be within the recreational dive limits, I'd say find exactly what's most comfortable to you. Uh, a lot of the video work I do, I do with a jacket style BC that has the inflator deflator down on my left hand side. Um, and it's not an over the shoulder system. So it's similar to the, I, I dive a, a Cressy J119, um, which has the flight control, which is similar to their Mares has a jacket style like that and a couple other brands but what it does is your inflator deflator is is down and out of the way so I can control my buoyancy without actually changing my body position Um, I like that for shooting video because I like to maintain my body position and keep that camera rate whether I'm ascending or descending I can control um, you know my camera a lot better with not having to change my body position, like I said. Um, so I think it's, I just think it's really important to find what is most comfortable for that diver. Once you're comfortable, um, you know, it, you're going to react to situations, whether you're, you know, coming into a deco situation or you're coming into a, um, you know, some sort of panic situation. If you are comfortable with your gear, you're going to be able to deal with that situation so much better than a BC that might not make you as comfortable. So my recommendation would be to rent a couple different BCs. Um, try the rear inflate, try a plate and wing, um, try all this different stuff before you actually go out and buy it. What I've actually got into this past year is diving a lot of this old school stuff. So we're diving just the backpack. I can dive 40, 60 feet easily 
with uh, just my weight belt and a backpack. So I'm not diving in any sort of um, inflation. Now, I don't necessarily recommend that for everybody. But man, when I'm underwater, I can kick and travel forever. My buoyancy is always figured out before the dive. I practice a lot in a pool with something like that. And it's not necessarily the safest thing because on the surface, I might have to ditch my weights um, or, or my equipment altogether uh, just to keep myself afloat if something really goes wrong. But you know, I'm prepared for those situations, but that's what I'm most comfortable with. So, you know, find what works best for you and and really figure out what type of diving you're going to get into. If you are going to get into tech, then a plate and wing might be the best thing for you, but so might a side mount system. So I think, you know, really put a lot of uh, weight into what you would like to do in the future and then make your purchase, you know, talk to a bunch of different people try out as much stuff as you possibly can and then go ahead with your decision then that was one of my concerns was you know i didn't want to get in buying you know spending that much money on a setup and then find out i didn't like it so is the back plate wings and side mounts are those things that shops will normally uh, have available for rental i think uh back plate and wing a lot of places will have for you to try uh side mount there's a lot of demos that you can probably try depending on the shop. Um, but I don't know, I'm not the only guy out here. Is, uh, is Rich still in here? If you can say Yeah, I rent them all. Cool. Yeah, we rent we rent the uh, we rent the well, Deep Outdoors is no longer with us and fortunately that was the best PC ever made, but we rent the Deep Outdoors. We have um, we're going to have a Hollis cuz that's what we're switching to. And then uh, we also have just the standard backplate and wings from uh everybody um i've got i think it's a classic wing from dive right is what we've got is that so that everybody can try something and we dive um we have you can try you can try as far as doubles are concerned we have um 104s 101s high pressure 95s um and set us um high pressure 120s oh and then 85s which are really heavy, but. So Phil, uh, it was Philip asking that, right? Yes. Yeah, Philip, I would say go up and uh, see if you can dive uh, the quarry with Rich. Are you down in Texas? Yeah, I checked MapQuest. It's only 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. it's not bad at all. Yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah, that's just on yeah. the other side of Dallas. Well, your sure. local yeah. dive center will have that. If not, ask them if sure. they've got somebody you can borrow, and then. But you said that for recreational diving, Bob. What if you think he wants to get into technical? Well, sure. If he wants to get into technical, I think it's the same thing. Are you going to, uh, you know, you got to really evaluate what you're going to be doing. Some people would rather get into cave diving or something like that. Um, or are you going to get more into wreck diving? You know, a lot of that depends on geological or uh, geographical location. Um, but a lot of it depends on, you know, Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive, you know, four or five times down in in the springs in uh, Florida. Or I, you know what, I'm gonna be going a lot to maybe I'm going to Bonaire to do some of the deeper wrecks and some of the deeper reefs and stuff they have there. So, you know, really evaluate, you know, what's gonna be best for you. Um, you know, really spend the time and think about what type of diving you'd like to do, and then you know, hopefully your local local dive shop or you know, um, people on different forums or whatever can help kind of guide you to what you want. But 
definitely try as much equipment as you can. Find what works best for you. So, you know, if you are getting into technical, you know, maybe the plate and wing is best for you. You know, you just got to try it out and see what you like. Okay. I appreciate the input. Great advice. Sorry, I'm I think I better call it a night. Yep, I, I think, uh, I think it is. Go ahead. What'd you say, Bob? I said, I'm sorry, I'm just as long-winded. I... No, that's awesome. All I can think of is, is getting to know you. All I can think of is, man, I need to, we, we need to make sure that we have a lot of beer when Bob comes to the quarry. Well, I'll <laughs> keep everybody informed because that sounds like a party. we got to all be there. <laughs> and that, I mean, that's what, that's what the sport's all about. I mean, it's yeah, it's cool we get to check out some fish. Yeah, it's cool we get to check out some some shipwrecks but man we got some sweet gear well until we get that infinite bottom time we always got that surface interval so that's right well uh one thing we like to do before we go if if anybody is willing is uh, jim and i were talking about this and we always forget to do promos so maybe we could do a quick promo uh if you could say your name and i'm scuba obsessed or whatever smart ass comment you want to put in uh we'd appreciate that you want me to start sure. you want to start. start start with rich maybe so i don't know what to say now should i pr- how uh, how did this happen you're speechless yeah i don't yeah. i'll have to remember that Jim. <laughs> write that down <laughs> no kidding <laughs> okay i got it this is uh rich senowick from divers sink and uh i am scuba obsessed with darren and jim thanks rich you want me to say something? Sure. Is this Bob? All right. Yep. Yeah, this is Bob. Hey, this is Bob and Jim with Talking Scuba, and we are obsessed with exactly three things. We are scuba obsessed. Oh, I forgot the second thing. <laughs> but the third thing, we're definitely obsessed about that, but that is inappropriate for this episode. <laughs> we hope to see you guys next week with Darren and Jim on Scuba Obsessed. Thanks, Bob. How about Philip? You willing to give it a try? Sure. Hello, I'm Philip Peeler, and I am scuba obsessed. Thank you, Philip. That was great. And then we'll have to get. I forgot the middle thing. I remember it now. I got it. Okay, so let's go ahead. We'll get one one more time. Take two. Try that one more time. (laughs) This is Bob and Jim with with talking. Okay, one more time. (laughs) (laughs) Take a drink. Everybody, take a drink. (laughs) That's for the blooper reel. Yeah. This is Bob and Jim with talking scuba. And we're obsessed with exactly three things. Of course, we are scuba obsessed. We are obsessed with maybe a little after scuba drinking. And the third thing, I think we'll leave that out of this podcast. But we want to make sure you guys show up next week for Scuba Obsessed. See you guys next time. Something like that? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was real good. Thanks, guys. Our pleasure. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks. That was fun, guys. You sit here and right. drink and talk to you guys all night. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every Thursday. So, uh, at, least, at least until dive season gets in. That's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to have, like, some sort of code if we ever call the show. <laughs> it's like the bat signal. The bat signal. Uh, yeah. It's about yes. the, the only, I think the only time, the, we, we called it once. One week we missed for technical reasons. The other week was a dive. So. Not too and bad. the other week was you were turkeyed out. 
turkeyed out. Did I do one turkeyed out? On yes. Thanksgiving. I think for Thanksgiving we're definitely going to have to uh, pre-record something in advance because that was that was a rough weekend or a week. <laughs> yeah, we we were planning on it. So, okay. Well, thank you everybody for for coming on, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Great. Thanks, guys. Thanks. So, all right. Thanks, guys. Right. See everybody else later. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. I'll take care of me.